In a world that's constantly shouting who you should be, have you ever stopped to think, who am I, really? I wanna take you through eight powerful steps where you're going to uncover the true you. You're going to align with your deepest values and you're gonna come out the other side with a new sense of direction and joy and fulfillment that you may have not felt before. I wanna introduce you to Awaken Me, a journey to finding you, which is a transformative experience. It's crafted by me, Amy Wine, an award-winning marriage and family therapist, professional counselor, and peak performance mindset coach, and a business strategist. I understand how to help people find out who they are at their core. And this is designed to do that past all labels and expectations of other people, of who they think we are, and who they say we should be. So isn't it time to find out who you are and get out from under of all the expectations of the roles you play and who everybody else thinks and says you should be and how you should act? Because I think it's time to awaken your true potential in life. So join me on this journey, hit the link below, and step into a life that you were meant to live. I'll see you inside. I'm John Wine. Like the drink. I married a great name. And man. We've been married for 21 years. But we've been together for 29 years. We have three children, two girls and a boy. John is a petroleum engineer. And Amy is a marriage therapist. We have decided to try and work together, bringing you this podcast. We know from experience that relationships aren't perfect. Far from it. And Amy has worked with hundreds of couples in a large private practice in Texas. You can get those sparks of flying with some tips and tricks we've learned by making a lot of marriage mistakes. And from all of Amy's professional work with couples, hey, you should be married to a marriage therapist. So if you want to have a marriage on fire, here we go. Hey guys, this is Amy, your host of the Marriage on Fire podcast, and I am so excited that you are here with me again today, and I have something that I have not talked to you guys about before, and what I have realized recently, and I guess I've kind of always known this, but recently it's really come to the forefront that a lot of my in-person clients, mainly probably 90% of them over the last two years have had some things in common. One, they want to work on their marriage, right? It used to be everybody that came to see me was like, you're our last ditch effort. We're not going to be able to stay together. And they come in really just to say to themselves that, oh, I tried counseling. It didn't work. So I used to get that a lot. Now so much, I sometimes get that and that's okay if that's where you're at, but I expect people to do the work. So it, word gets around and almost all of my clients come from word of mouth referrals these days. So word gets around that I'm not going to put up with that. Like if that's what you want to do, that's great, but don't come to me to save your marriage if you're not going to do the work because I'm not going to work harder than you. But now what I've found is I have couples that want to do the work. They want to heal. They want to learn how to do it differently. Or they want to make sure their marriage doesn't get to a space where they're saying to me, uh, you're our last ditch effort. So it's actually so rewarding when that happens because now I know that they have the 
best chance in the world. And I can take marriages and I've had success taking marriages with couples that want to work from basically thinking there's no hope left to changing it and having the best marriage of their life that they've never dreamed they could have. So what I love about it too, is the next thing they have in common is almost all of them, one or both partners are high achieving professionals or entrepreneurs. They own their own business. They're executive level management. They're a professional doctors, lawyers, those type of things, high level management. They supervise other people or they own their own business and they're entrepreneurs or they're trying to do that. So at least one or both partners are in that. And if only one is, then the other one is usually the stay at home mom or dad, which is great. That, that's a thing too. But Here's what I want to talk about. I have found in those couples, the high achieving entrepreneur couples, there are 10 areas that create problems in the marriage when they fit that criteria. So the criteria being they're high achieving professional entrepreneurs in their business life. So I want to talk to you about these 10 areas I found that create problems. So let's just dig right in. Number one, quality time. It is so important to have quality time, but when you're trying to run a business or you're trying to lead a company or a staff, quality time with your spouse, it often gets put on the back burner and it's sparse. You know, it sounds so simple. Go on a date night weekly with your spouse, but how often does that happen? I mean, I'm lucky if I'm like once a month, once every quarter at this point, and my kids are older. When they were littler, oh my gosh, it might be once a year. But the point is that you can need to have quality time with your spouse. You can do that with having date nights at home, right? You don't have to plan the elaborate date night out. And right now we're going through COVID. So nobody's going out anywhere anyway. So go ahead and plan that special quality time with your spouse, even if it's just 10 minutes during the day to catch up with each other. Not about your to-do list, not about your kids, and not about anything like that. You're just trying to spend some time with them because they're your person. All right. That one sounds easy, but you have to be intentional about it. Like you've got to put it on your calendar if you're not the type that naturally just thinks about quality time with your spouse. The number two problem that I find in marriages where there's a high achieving professional, either one or both, is lack of communication. And communication is the backbone of a solid marriage. However, if you become too busy at work, That impedes the time you have to communicate or to listen to your spouse's concerns. Ultimately, your relationship's going to fall apart. So, especially in these type of high-level positions, and I know for me, running my own business, and my husband is a high-achieving professional as well, we communicate so much at work, especially that's me. My job is communication and teaching others how to communicate. Often we go home and we really don't want to communicate at all. Or we get so busy that things fall off and then we get scattered and we get frustrated with each other. But if we want our marriage to succeed, we have to communicate. And not only do we have to communicate, we have to communicate differently. We can't communicate the same way we do at work. Wouldn't it be great if you could spreadsheet your spouse Some of you are going, oh my gosh, my spouse does that. Or, oh my gosh, 
amen to that. Like I would love to spreadsheet my spouse, but it just does not work that way. But we try to put our spouse into the spreadsheet equivalent of what works. So what is working for us so successfully at work is definitely probably not what's going to work at home. And high achieving professionals do not understand sometimes that they have to do it differently at home to be successful. And then what I find is if they aren't being successful at home, they spend more time at work right? Because they're used to being successful and they can't figure it out at home. So it must be the other person because it can't be me. So we're just going to keep working because that works. So this is one of the reasons I have the Spark Reignite Your Marriage course is to teach the communication and how to do it differently. And if you're the spreadsheet person that resonated with that, I help you put it on a spreadsheet. I give you a blueprint I put it in your own, help you put it in your own words. I give you a spreadsheeted action plan that you could take that and be successful at home too. So if that resonates with you, you can go to amywine.com. I only open Spark Reignite Your Marriage twice a year. It's uh, an online course. I teach it live. I do a lot of stuff with it. I also have a version that is not live that you could do anytime on your own time. And put your name on the waiting list because you're going to not want to miss it. It has transformed multiple marriages. But all that's on the website. Number three area that causes problems in high achieving marriages. Finances can be tight, especially in the beginning of building or leading a business. Finances are notoriously difficult for couples to talk about. And they are the number one sided cause for divorce, right? And maybe you're at the point where finances aren't the issue. So thank God for that. I am not there yet. I'm getting there, but I'm not there yet. But if financials are the number one cited reason for divorce, you've got to make sure that you're on the same page. Now I'm going to tell you the secret. And I also talk about this in my course, just if FYI in detail, I have a course on finances and couples and talking about it. It's just a one and off. You can get it anytime, $47. So not trying to sell you anything, but if you want more to figure out what I'm getting ready to say, that's how you do it. So you can have different perceptions of the way you view money, right? So we come into marriage with our views on money set. Quite often they come straight from our parents and whatever our parents views on money is we are either aligned or we are the opposite. So we have to decide what part of money do we value? Because you, the husband, has a value system of money and what you think about it and what you believe about it. And so does your wife have a value system on money, right? Wives often differ from the husbands. So no matter which one you are, while you're listening to this, we often have different value systems on money. If they align and you guys know what your value systems are, you don't have stresses over money. When it's tight, you both have the same value system so you can align better. But quite often, we're opposites in this. So you need to know what your value systems are on money. Number four problem, your spouse shares your stress, especially if you have a stay-at-home mom or dad. At first, when you're opening the new business or you get the first on-level or high-level job, or you take a new job, or you're a vice president or president or CEO of a company, at first, your spouse 
they're willing to allow the business to come first for a little bit is what I find. But after a while, the stress that you hold as the entrepreneur or high achieving professional becomes a worry for your spouse. Then on top of working their own job, or if they're a stay-at-home parent, potentially raising and taking care of children, taking care of household and family responsibilities, they are now taking on your worry on top of theirs. And too often that's just discounted in the marriage because we think, well, why would they need to take on my stress? I've had it handled. I've got it. Even when we don't, that's what high achieving professionals say to themselves. So that is the number four thing that I see come into marriages with high achieving professionals. Number five, technology takes over. Entrepreneurs and high achieving professionals are often married to their phones. Come on guys. Come on ladies. We are married to our phones. We often take phone calls. Maybe it's at dinners. We're checking our email. We're sneaking it in while we're waiting at the restaurant. After we've arrived home, we are still on 24-7. The mind never stops. So we can fit in a whole lot of email, a whole lot of text, a whole lot of phone calls in that little dead time that we're waiting for the food to get fixed or we're waiting to go pick up the kid or we're waiting at a restaurant. But is your spouse there? Because often I know for me, my spouse could be in the same room and he does the same to me because he's a high achieving professional is we will get so bogged down into that. I don't like to waste time. I don't want to sit around and do nothing. Like if I'm waiting on something, man, my mind is doing something and it's usually work. I have to learn how to turn that off because studies show that this act makes your spouse feel so unimportant and it creates negativity in the marriage and it can happen overnight. We think it's just one email or one phone call or one text. And before we know it, it's a whole lot of things. All right. Number six, parenting. It is so hard to raise a family when you have a high demand, important job. Your spouse can often be left feeling like a single parent. So the lack of understanding that takes place to have a successful work-life balance is detrimental to this marriage. I have spent the last year and a half learning a work-life balance. And I'm going to tell you what, I now work twice as less, not twice as much, but twice less than I did before. So I no longer work every day. I no longer work all hours of the night. I can catch myself doing that if I get a creative idea or I am looking at something and I'm like, oh my gosh, I got this idea and this idea and this idea. I'm an innovator by nature. So I really have to schedule my time and I don't want to schedule my time. I just want to be free to do it. But that wasn't working. It was killing me slowly. It's killing my family. It's putting everything at risk. So I've spent the last year and a half working on my work-life balance and it has changed my world. So while I was working six days a week, 10, 12 hours a day and in the middle of the night, like I used to say I did my best work between 1 and 4 a.m. And then I go back to sleep. But I was dying. I was exhausted. I wasn't taking care of myself. Once I got the system down, I took all of those days into three. I have three work days where I start at 8, I end at 4, and I am done for the rest of the week. And I am successfully running a large seven-figure 
counseling practice with 20 employees. I also have my online business. I am running two companies right now in three days. Now, do I kind of fit in something on the other days? Sometimes. So Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays are my work days. I still actively see some clients. I still actively run both businesses, but I have learned how to manage the businesses, have a work-life balance, be able to take care of myself physically, emotionally, mentally, and my family and have time for them. It almost sounds like a dream come true. And I'm telling you it is. I have the best system, but that's for another podcast and another day. So that is something you've really got to take into consideration is the work-life balance and how detrimental it is on your marriage, right? So that goes into parenting. But number seven is actually work-life balance is another problem I have. So I kind of tie them together. You want the hustle. It's in your blood. This means that even after you've left the office for the day, you are wanting to want to come home and work. Your spouse is going to be feeling that you could work from home all day without so much as looking in their direction because you are so focused in on answering the next email, making the next business connection. So that's another area your spouse can be left feeling abandoned and not important, not a priority, unloved, uncared for. Those are all things I hear from the spouses of high achieving professionals. So without a work-life balance, your relationship is going to suffer. And again, Remember, we're not always good at the marriage part, and we want to avoid what we're not good at, right? Eight, intimacy. And I'm talking specifically in number eight about emotional intimacy. Without investing specific intentional time with your spouse to grow your emotional connection, the flame's going to die out. I'm not talking about the occasional dinner and a movie out where you talk about your day and the kid's schedule. Without actionable tools and activities to do during these dates, you're not going to be able to build the connection and can become married roommates very fast. That's what I call this when I see people is married roommates. We start living side by side, day in, day out, going with the flow, doing our job, handling the kids. We're so busy. We're so overwhelmed that our marriage can often start to feel like roommates, both emotionally and number nine, physically. So let's talk about physical intimacy. Intimacy is so important in relationships. It's because the oxytocin released during sex helps boost trust and it promotes a connection. So those who are married to their work are going to have little energy to be intimate after the end of a tiring day. I mean, come on, natural. We're tired. Also, Infidelity can creep in in even the most committed relationships when spouses are often apart. Trust can be eroded and there are specific things that need to be addressed to ensure trust can be maintained and infidelity squashed. So those are all areas that I see creeping into the physical intimacy. But I also want to say this, quite often, not always, but commonly, men feel an emotional connection during sex in the bedroom. That's when they have that connection. Women need that emotional connection outside the bedroom before they even want to go in the bedroom. So men, husbands, you should feed the emotional connection with your spouse in the kitchen, in the living room, wherever it is, right? And then she's going to want to be physical with you. That's just the way it is. As they're fed and feeling loved and cared for, 
emotionally, then they're going to want to go in there and do the same for you. I mean, I know there's all kinds of anomalies. Uh, sex is a whole other subject as well. Okay, and number 10. I know you're dying to hear what number 10 is, the problem areas for high-achieving professionals. There is no time for socialization. You already don't spend enough time with your spouse, let alone time with your friends, both as a couple and separately. When do you do that? There's no time. So here is what I propose. You have to know these 10 problem areas. And I could sit here and list them out for you. And I think I'm going to have some transformation just based on that. But if your marriage is already struggling in one of these 10 areas, then you need my spark course that goes in depth on all of these. And go put yourself on the waiting list at amywine.com. It only comes out twice a year. I think the next time is October actually. So it's a small chance it might happen end of July, but most definitely by October. The next thing is if you find yourself and you're like, you know what? I'm pretty okay in my marriage. I have maybe blips of these, but overall we're doing good. Like I don't need to reignite my marriage. I just need to make sure that it is going to keep going, that we are actually doing better than good. We're doing phenomenal. And I would like some tools given to me monthly and date night ideas and communication ideas and open-ended questions and intimacy and all of those things in these 10 to make sure we stay good in these 10 areas. Then you need to put your name on the waiting list for the Marriage on Fire membership. The Marriage on Fire membership is monthly membership that is built. It has a theme each month to ensure that you're hitting all 10 areas of concern, making sure that they don't come into your marriage. It takes your marriage from we're doing good to phenomenal, right? So it is geared specifically to entrepreneurs, high achieving professionals, and their spouses. And we want to help you continue loving just like you said I do. In fact, I will venture to say from the transformations I've seen with people that have been in this group with me that they're loving better than when they said I do because we all have growth stages and things like that. So in this membership, we also bring in professionals from various areas such as finances, relationships, health, body, intimacy. There's live lessons and Q&A with me every month, date night ideas, there are connecting questions that are given to you based on the theme designed to build emotional, physical intimacy. Communication is every month. We teach you a new communication skill because guys, girls, ladies, husbands, wives, we often are really successful in our professional life and our marriage life. It's like, ah, we could do a little better, right? We want to be phenomenal. We talk about goal setting. We talk about parenting. We do movie, game, book, music suggestions to help you grow your connection. Our main focus is on communication patterns, differences. How do we fight fair? Because let's face it, even if our marriage is good, we have arguments, we have disagreements. That's life. So how do we do that? How do we repair quickly after an argument so it doesn't get out of hand and resentment doesn't start coming in, right? We are addressing the work-life balance. And you're going to see sent a marriage kit home with you. There's also an ultra private Facebook group. So if you want on the wait list for this, it's going to be opening soon. 
and I only open it twice a year as well. I'm getting ready to revamp it. I'm looking for a group of beta testers to join. So this next one um, is going to be limited enrollment in June. And you're going to be my founding members of this new membership. It's going to be $47 a month to start. It will go way up afterwards. So if you want in on that, go to amywine.com. Put your name on my waiting list. Like this membership, I'm going to serve the heck out of you. And then you're going to get to tell me what you want. Because we're going to do this together for a while, and you get to tell me in this beta test, what do you want? So you're sure to get out of it whatever you need for your specific marriage, because I'm going to give you all kinds of access to me to do just that and help me build a membership you want to be a part of. So I've enjoyed having you. I hope that you found something in here in these 10 items that resonate with you, and I hope to see you in the course or in the membership. But you need to go now. Waiting list. Amywine.com. Because it will fill up from this waiting list. I probably won't even have to put the membership out. Talk soon. up our episode for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show just so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, it would mean the world to me if you would take a few seconds and leave me an honest review. I read each and every one of them. You can find all the links and information mentioned in this podcast episode at www.amywine.com slash podcast. Don't forget to tag me on Instagram at TheAmyWine and let me know what you took away from this episode or what you would love for me to talk about in future episodes. Thanks for listening, and I will see you here again next week on Marriage on Fire. Are you feeling like your marriage is more about going through the routine than the romance? Just the day-to-day drudgery of all the things and the chaos that surround you that you have to do. You're not alone. Hi, I'm Amy Wine, your marriage and family therapist and founder of Thrive Life TV. And we get it. Impact-driven achievers like you deserve a marriage that is just as successful as your business and your career. Your marriage is about more than just staying together. It's about growing together, laughing together, and reigniting the spark that makes you partners in every sense of the word. That is where Thrive Life TV steps in. Join me for exclusive sessions. We're gonna tackle real life marriage challenges. From reigniting passion to deepening your emotional connection, we're talking real change, real results. It is time to transform your marriage into a thriving partnership that you both deserve. On Thrive Life TV, you're going to find practical strategies, shared experiences, and that extra push you need. Are you ready to up-level your marriage? Visit thrivelifetv.com. And let's bring the joy and love and yes, the fun back in your marriage. I'll see you inside.